What is up? Glad to have you here. BJ Bennett in for Jim Johnson alongside Ben Troop for the southernpigskin.com SEC podcast. And Ben, as has been the case for the last couple of weeks with a number of teams directly in the mix for the college football playoff, there's a lot going on this weekend. It's a pretty darn big Saturday, uh, especially when you talk about Georgia at Auburn, a top 10 matchup, Alabama at Mississippi State, a top 20 matchup. And those outcomes are going to help shape the national picture. And I want to jump right into this Georgia-Auburn game. The Deep South's oldest rivalry, crazy rivalry. They've played 120 times, and I think they're separated by three wins mm -hmm. in, in, in Georgia's favor. Uh, this has been an interesting series in that over the last 18 meetings, every game over the last 18 meetings has either been decided by seven points or less or 17 points or more. Mm. So it's either close, fun, dramatic, great theater, or a blowout. I tend to think we're looking at a close game this weekend, and what stands out to me when you compare Georgia and Auburn, they seem to do a lot of things the same way, and a lot of their similarities, boy, they're really good at. I, I mean, running the football, of course, playing defense, winning at the point of attack, kind of mirror images of each other in some ways. When you look at Auburn, Auburn does what it does. I mean, they want to go out there. They want to play stifling defense. They want to go out. They want to run the football. They want to try to control the line of scrimmage. They want to play, you know, field position football, B.J., was something you always talking about. Then you move to the other side with Georgia, mirror images of what Auburn does. Georgia wants to go out. They want to establish run, play stifling defense, throw the ball if they have to. So I think this is probably going to be one of those seven-point type type games. Might be, it might not. It might be this. Most team, it might come down to a – a field goal, you know, type game. But I think it is interesting, BJ, that you t you talked about the fact that it's either seven or less or 17 or more because both, both teams are mirror images of each other. But I do think it's – I hope that it does live up to the billing. And the running games are going to be in the spotlight, uh, no doubt about it. You're talking about Kerryon Johnson, who leads the league in rushing right now with, what, 124 yards per game. You're talking about Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, the dogs with those two guys, lead the league with almost 280 yards rushing per game. And, and think about this. Nick Chubb right now is, I believe, fifth in SEC history in career rushing yards. If he can get 13 more yards, which we probably will, mm -hmm. he'll move into fourth. And guess who he will pass? Bo Jackson. The the legend the legend that is Bo Jackson. Yep, playing Auburn in Jordan Hare Stadium. So pretty cool symmetry there. Uh, things will kind of come full circle. But you look at the backs uh in, in this game with Carrion Johnson, most specifically with the injury to Cam Petway and then Chubb and Michelle. Uh, Jake Fromm has proven that he's more than your average true freshman. I mean, the kid is clutch, he's poised, and certainly Jared Stidham's had a great year, a dynamic passer for the Tigers. But I think at the end of the day, the running backs and correspondingly the defenses, how they respond, mm -hmm. are going to set the tone in this game. Both teams want to run the football. Who can do it better? Yeah, well, I think that if I had to go with one or the other, I would say Georgia has the best chance of having success with the with running the football because if you do stop Sonny Michelle, if you do stop Nick Chubb, well, then you got to deal with Swift, who's shown that he can go out there and make it happen. You still have to deal with a guy maybe if it comes down to it to a guy like Holyfield. So I do like. When you gets back, when you throw away all these stats and everybody wants to throw the football around, you can just old school football. We're going to line up. We're going to run the football. We're going to try to stop the run. We're going to try to go out there and instill our will or impose our will on the other team. And I'm looking forward to that Roquan Smith carry on, you know, carry on uh, type, uh, you know, type matchup. Because listen, at the end of the day, you look at, you look at uh, what Gus Malzahn wants to do. He don't want to try to go out there and try to be all cute, want to run the football. 
Kirby Smart, I want to run the football, and I want to stop the run. Both of these teams have something to play for, which I think is very significant. Georgia coming in, being ranked number one. Auburn cracking back into the top ten. And like we say, BJ, all Auburn has to do is beat Georgia and beat Alabama, which to us is so easy to say, but it's going to be a, a tall task. But the point is, if they win out, they'll be in the SEC championship game. Yes, and they might get a chance to get a stab at Georgia twice, which usually doesn't happen. But I like I like, uh, I like this old, you know, this the, the longest uh, – SEC um, rivalry in SEC history. And I think uh, because both teams have something to play for, I think it's going to be a great game. And, again, this rivalry has been tough to predict, tough to project. Last season, low-scoring game, 13-7 Georgia victory. And if you look at the 100-yard mark, it's kind of the the barometer for a running back, right? And maybe whoever rushes for 100 yards wins, and mm -hmm. it's close. Last season, Georgia won 13-7. Carry on Johnson for Auburn, he ran for 99 yards. 99. Nick Chubb. It's, Nick Chubb. He ran for 101. And Georgia won. Isn't that amazing? Uh, okay, uh, so when people talk about that game of inches, it came down to two yards. Potentially, stats are crazy. But crazy I don't know that we're going to see a ton of big plays in this one because Georgia's second in the SEC in scoring defense. Auburn, a lot of people might not think about that right off the top of their head, third in the SEC in scoring defense. So that is going to be great fun. And it's good to see a rivalry like this have national implications, yes. a top-10 matchup. As you mentioned, the Tigers, War Eagle, college football playoff is in the discussion, in play for Auburn and Georgia. What a job they've done this season. Still amazing thinking about the Dogs as the number one team in the country. Yeah, how does Kirby Smart handle being the number one team in the country second week in a row? You look at him last week, first play from scrimmage is a onside kick. I can about guarantee you that will not be happening in Auburn this weekend. But and then how does Auburn handle, handle you know, Kind of coming in saying, listen, we still got everything at stake. We got we to keep winning to keep our momentum going. And I just think it's great for college football when you got teams like Auburn, like Georgia, two of the perennial powerhouses, not just in the SEC, but college football being able to go out there, number one ranked versus number 10th. Got to, got to try to keep winning. And um, Look, I, I, I just think when both teams have something to play for, when people say throw out the records, well, you can't. Because my record is what I need right now to keep moving forward. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to a lot of – listen, what what, what did uh, Steve, Smith say, uh, Steve Smith say when he had to go back and play Carolina? It's going to be a lot of blood and guts out there this weekend, people. So I think it's going to be a great game. Looking forward to it. B.J. Bennett, Ben Troop here with you on the SouthernPigskin.com SEC podcast. Dogs in Auburn, the big one in the SEC. But not the only big one, Alabama. My heavens, they're number two in the country. Seems crazy to say. <laughs> They got a tricky one at Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State, Dan Mullen's done a terrific job. Nick Fitzgerald, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, a dual-threat guy in Starkville Saturday night. Things get crazy, but Alabama's so good. How is Alabama able to maintain this week in and week out, just shutting people down defensively, being physical, efficient offensively? How do they keep doing it? They got the best product in football. They got the best coach in football, and nobody reloads like Alabama reloads. I know everybody's – the big talk coming into the game is going to be the injury bug, and let's face it, Alabama has been hit by the injury bug, but nobody nobody uh, plugs and plays better than the Alabama Crimson Tide. So while I'm looking forward to a great game in Starksville, Dan Mullen going to have his Mississippi State Bulldogs looking forward to this opportunity, I do not want to be the team that has to face the number two Alabama Crimson Tide when think about it. You don't even hear people talk about them that much. Like, they've done something wrong. No, they just don't have the resume Georgia has right now. But Nick Saban loves to be under the lights. He loves to put his team on display to show why he is the gold standard of coaching and his team is the gold standard of college football. And I think in this one, Nick Fitzgerald's going to have to have a you know a hero-type effort as 
Alabama's defense doesn't give up big plays. You're probably going to have to have Fitzgerald make make plays running and throwing. And Alabama defensively, really as good as they've ever been. A lot of their statistical metrics compared to that 2011, that famed 2011 defense that some people talked about as being the greatest we've seen in the game. This defense is doing some similar things. But don't don't count out Mississippi State at home at night. That's going to be fun. Starts at 7 Eastern on ESPN, and we'll see what Nick Fitzgerald can do against that just nasty Alabama defense. Ben, your Florida Gators had a rough week last week, and at 3-5, and five, they will play 6-3 and three South Carolina. How do the Gators, with all that's going on, had the suspensions earlier in the year, of course, Coach Mack out, Randy Shannon in as the interim, bounce back from a really disappointing performance at Missouri against a good South Carolina team in Columbia. They have to control what they can control, and that's in between those white lines. you got to go out there and do what you came to this school to do. Outside of being a student, you want to go out there and perform. Yes, they, they just laid an egg last week against Missouri, but look, with everything that's going on, Jim McElwain getting fired, 10 players being suspended, dealing with the injury bug, not knowing, you know, playing the quarterback carousel with Malik Zaire and Felipe Franks. The greatest thing about football is – it's about how you play on the day that you play. So you got to have a short memory. Go out there and play against some of the, some of these players. Got recruited under you know Muschamp. It's always good to go up against your old coach, former coach. But you forget playing for a bowl game appearance. You playing for pride. You you came to the University of Florida to be able to play in big games. Yes, right now the season hasn't gone the way you want. But let's go out there and show that we do care about each other. We do care about this university. We care about the product that is the University of Florida. Put up a great effort. Offensively defensively, Florida has issues. Defensively, they've given up 40 points in two consecutive games, I think for the first time in like 100 years. Offensively, still trying to figure it out. If you're Coach Shannon and, 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 and that staff, you basically try to simplify things as you get back to the fundamentals to try to make some progress here? Yes, I think fundamentals is all you have at this point. Don't try to go out there and be cute. Think about it. Look at the, look at the top four teams in the country. What do they do better than everybody? They run the football. What do they do better than everybody else? They stop the run. Go out there and try to establish run. Put, you know, I, I think Malik Zaire is going to be starting this week. Put him in a manageable third downs. What can you lose? I look at it as what can you know? What can you lose going out there trying to leave it all out there on the field? And let's face it, South Carolina, they laid an egg a little bit last week against Georgia, but it defense is defense looked good. Though. Defense did look good. So I would say that yeah, keep it simple. Randy Shannon, obviously, you know why he loves being an interim coach. He's just trying to, you know, save face right now. Listen, these guys are. Really uh, coaching for who's going to be the next coach in Florida to hopefully stay on that staff. So simplify the offense. Go out there and try to move the chains. Try to establish the run. And, and for the defense, go out there and be, be the defense you've been over the last three or four years. Some other games to note around the SEC. The Golden Boot in Baton Rouge, Arkansas, LSU. LSU hanging in there, still in the top 25, 6-3. Uh, and three. This, this has been a series that has been, quite frankly, weird at times. Uh, Arkansas has a flair for the dramatics. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like – does it not seem like every Arkansas game literally comes down to, like, the last drive or the last <laughs> 10 seconds? Arkansas avoided disaster against Coastal Carolina. Uh, the Hogs still trying to get bowl eligible. And these are two coaches in Brett Bielema, more so than Ed Orgeron, but Brett mm -hmm. Bielema and, and Ed Orgeron who – uh, probably want to continue to win or, or or get a couple more wins to kind of change the talking points, change the narrative. But just over the years, and given the way these two teams play, I would expect the unexpected in LSU Arkansas. Yeah, you know Arkansas, the team is always wanting to go out there and try to spread the ball around. You know, we're trying to keep it uh, honest with the uh, you know running the football. And you know LSU, this is supposed to be a new vamped offense. Well, every time I see LSU, I see 
trying to hand it off, run the football, try to play good defense. But you're right, BJ. Arkansas always has a thing for the dramatic. It comes – nobody does more in the last two minutes in football than Arkansas does. Right. They can make some things happen. But you know what? I hope it's like that. I hope it does come down to the dramatic. I hope that Arkansas is down by four with a minute and 20 seconds left and they got to make a drive. Hopefully they won't make it as dramatic as last week. But uh, usually when these teams come together, they do try to give us exciting football. I don't think the scoreboard is going to be lit up too much with that LSU defense. But an Arkansas team that's desperate to get bowl eligible, it should make them some fireworks. Did want to briefly touch on this one. You have Missouri, who, give them credit, they looked good last week. They looked week, great last week. Against Tennessee, and this is in Columbia. Tennessee, uh, the storylines are what they are. Butch Jones, it's not been a good season. And Tennessee has not yet won an SEC game. They have really struggled on offense. Injuries have not helped. Missouri can sling it now. Yes. Could this be a game that that, that spells trouble for Tennessee? It can, it can spell trouble for, for Tennessee because, look, when you look at Tennessee – you know, where are you going to go for the playmaking ability? They, they play okay as a defensive unit. They try to run the ball on offense. But this is a pride game to me. You haven't won a game in the SEC. Missouri showed not just Florida but the entire SEC. We're not going to be a team. But just because our, our stats or where we rank nationally is not going to show up. But we're not going to lay down. So when you look at the fact that, yeah, they still got their head coach, they still haven't fired their head coach, go out there, show that you still care about playing college football. Yes, the season hasn't gone the way you want. It's real similar to what I said about Florida. Did you plan for pride? Missouri is a team that's showing that, look, while we're not one of the best teams in the SEC East, we're still competing. Tennessee, go out and compete. Try to send your head coach out on a winning note or at least try to win a game in the SEC. And, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, you can make it a fourth-quarter game. You know, you probably get a big win. But Drew Locke, the man likes to throw the football around. Some big games in the SEC, the full slate, Arkansas, LSU, Ole Miss hosting Louisiana, Florida at South Carolina. Georgia at Auburn, Kentucky at Vanderbilt, Alabama at Mississippi State, Texas A&M hosting New Mexico, and Tennessee at Missouri. But the college football playoff poll could look a little different in a couple of days and some big games in the SEC, most specifically, again, Mississippi State hosting Alabama and that top 10 matchup with Georgia and Auburn, the Deep South's oldest rivalry out on the plains. Should be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot to talk about next week. We'll see you next week here on the SouthernPigskin.com SEC podcast.